0: Yo, 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 it's the P.Dot Show. I'm your host of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Let's go. It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome back to the episode of the Clear Mind Fitness Podcast. Episode number nine of season cinco. Season five. Hey, let's go. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I am so glad to be back. You know, I love being back. I love being back. I love doing what I do. This is what I do, baby. This is what I do. Today's episode is called failing. It's called failing. And when I get into failing, like I want to just put it out there like there have been many things that I failed at. Just put it out there. I failed at many things. But one thing for sure is that I have learned what failure looks like and how it can look different for me, for other people, and those around me, just like success. But we'll talk about success at a later time. What failure looks like looks different for everyone else. What one person may deem as failure, I may look at it as a lesson. But if you break down it, I love acronyms. And I, one thing I've learned about acronyms is that it's easy to remember them because of the simplicity of how you just formulate words and put them together. So it's always easy to remember, at least for me, an acronym, because once it's instilled in my brain, I break down certain letters already anyway just so I can remember it. It just so happens that, you know, them down the acronym form. It just suits me well. So when you think about failing, one thing that I saw, an acronym that I saw online earlier saying that you find an important lesson, lesson, inviting growth. Finding an important lesson, inviting growth. That's what failing can look like for some. That's what it looks like for me. And when I thought about that, I find, I'm finally at a, a point in my life where I do not let other people's opinions dictate what I'm going to do. Let me say that again. I'm finally at the point in my life where I don't let other people's opinions dictate what I will or what I won't do. It takes too much time and energy to think about what you think about me. Now, in some respect, I give a little leeway. I allocate some time if I care about you enough so you have a good understanding of where I stand as a person, as a man, as a human being. But then that's where I draw the line, because now it takes time for you to formulate a different opinion about me that we haven't communicated with. It's all about the character, how you treat people who can't do things for you. I always believe in treating everyone the same as far as kindness and love. We fail a lot to just show kindness. Right. But if we are failing at something, this is a time right now that we can find an important lesson in inviting growth. We can grow from that. Every time I go to Texas, you know, because I'm from the Midwest, we're from Illinois. So, you know, every time I go down south to, uh, you know, Texas, especially uh, like Plano, Frisco, McKinney, I I see the southern hospitality is totally different. It's just different. The hospitality within itself is just different. And people will just come up to you, hey, how you doing? This is, you know, pre-C word. You know, even before they're like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Like, Hey, how's your day? And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Like, that doesn't necessarily happen where I'm from because, you know, someone looks at you too long for, you know, it it can transpire into something else. But just to give you just an example, like, just, you know, the demographics, it's all about where you're at to see how how far you can grow or where you will remain. I said something prior before about, you know, having a major and finding people who align with your major. Like, just say, for instance, if you're an accounting major, I said this before, but if you're an accounting major and you continue to hang around your same friends, and you don't try to open your network of people in accounting, you probably find yourself with the friends who don't do anything with accounting. You probably need to formulate a relationship with the people in accounting because you're going to be around these people if this is the field you desire to be in. Think about that. A lot of times I've seen people won't grow because they have a zip code mentality a homegrown zip code mentality. You have zip code friends. They have zip code mentalities. They have zip code visions. Some people can't see outside of their zip code, and that's okay. People only know what they're exposed to, but sometimes it takes you to be that person, to expose the the person around you to a new experience. One thing I remember my mom telling me is that my grandmother worked so hard, her mother, and may she rest in peace, my my grandmother Catherine, she worked so hard for 30, 40 years, and she never took a real vacation. It's not that she was failing in to do it, but she was fearful of what happiness could look like if she just stepped outside of what the box was initially when it came to just working hard, providing for your family. You know, and, and don't get it wrong, don't get me wrong, my grandfather worked as well. They all worked so many different jobs, but they were failing to live. Because it wasn't until like the 1990s when my mom and her sister, they all decided to take my grandmother to the Bahamas. That was the first time she had took an actual vacation outside of going to Mississippi and Tennessee. Sometimes you got to invite that growth. You got to invite a new idea. I told you, I don't want to change your mind. I just want to give you an idea. If you have an idea, then maybe, just maybe, you have room for growth. It's about upward mobility when it comes to life hacking. (laughs) Because a lot of times it's all about how we go about what we do. So forever acquiring important lessons is what it means to fail to me. If I have to, if I'm acquiring an important lesson, then I deserve to fail. I want to fail. Why? Because that lets me know that I have a open mindset to no matter what goes on, because, you know, a lot of times they say, you know, I've had my dark days. I've had my my trials and my tribulations. Well, every trial isn't necessarily a tribulation. Sometimes those trials are just the things that you need to be exposed to just so you know not to go down that road five years from now, because the line has already been set for you. Many things have already been set for you. So right now you just need to formulate in your mind to be consistently consistent in your endeavors. And don't compare yourself to what other people are doing, because little do you know, those people might be comparing themselves to you, and now you both are fighting a, a a winless battle amongst yourselves. When you really should be honing in on who you are, loving who you are, thinking about your next move, and how you want to help not only yourself but those the, the ones around you, to take your sacred circle, the ones you tell your dreams to, the one who you direct, who you cut. Just like I told you, I love sports analogies, right? So just say, for instance, you go, you're playing basketball, you're playing football, you're playing baseball. You start off the season healthy, and then you succumb to an injury. What do you do? Do you sit and soak in where you're at, or do you put on the mindset of a a motivation mindset, an inspirational mindset within yourself? Because you have to be able to motivate yourself before you can motivate someone else. What do you think about? Are you always thinking about failure? Because, like I said, we all look at it differently. But when I do case studies and I find out how people think, most people look at failure as a bad thing. But if you always think about failure, you'll never have much success. Because you'll never take that chance. You'll never take that leap. You'll never take that that plunge into believing in yourself. You'll have some wins, but you'll never reach the pinnacle that you were that you were meant for. You were meant to do great things. One thing also, too, is that when I, when I saw that Steph Curry, because, you know, like, Steph Curry's getting ready to break the record, and I'm, I'm probably by next week here, that record will probably be broken. But one thing that he was doing in his college days that just amazed me, it was a special on ESPN earlier, when he just talked about, you know, he was talking to Mike Wilbon about how he decided to change his game up and how he knew that, Only being fearful, being fearful of failing was what was holding him back from his actual pinnacle of success. So what he decided to do his junior year was to change his game. He decided to start shooting from 30, 40, 50 feet because most people didn't want to guard him out there at that perimeter. So people started playing him differently. He's a smaller player, so he noticed people would just push off. So he said, you know what, I'll take a risk. And once he started doing those shots in practice, it became a routine. We're always amazed about what Steph Curry does. And don't get me wrong, he is by far the best shooter that has ever lived. We give him that. But these things are routine to him because this is what he does. There are many things within yourself that you are great at, but you don't know it because you care too much about what other people think of you. Right now, you have something that you're great at. Being great at it. You're getting great at it every single day, but you talk yourself out of it. You talk yourself out of it every single day. You are letting other people decide your future when they don't even know their own. Think about that. You are letting other people decide your future when they don't know their own. That's a lot of power. That's a lot of power you are giving to someone else. That's a lot of power that you give out to social media to people who don't even know you. You give them a lot of power. And I mean, you think about that. That is a lot of power that you give to someone who doesn't really care about you. They barely care about themselves. But yet and still, we are brought up in this society where it's like, oh, man, this is where it's at. I I have to keep doing it. I have to, I have to, you know, I have to, (laughs) I have to fit into a mold that doesn't fit me. I told you, I learned that lesson the hard way. I kept wanting to be someone else, act like someone else. It ended up in a hospital every single time I ended up in a hospital. Every single time I decided to go against what my life calling was. What you're exposed to means a lot. Living through someone else's mind gets, you know, I told you we give too much power to other people. And the longer you give that power to other people, you're going to remain stagnant in your beliefs. And once you once you doubt your beliefs, you believe your doubts. So you're going to keep believing in what other people believe about you. Or you're going to start believing in yourself and then letting your work speak for you. I told you a track record is speaking for you before you speak for yourself. So right now is the time to put the hard work in. Expose yourself with people who align with your morals and values and see what you're interested in. Sometimes we're failing in relationships with people because we only see what we want to see instead of seeing what we need to. It sounds very simple, but we're not doing it. How many people are out here right now in relationships because it's convenient? You're failing to trust in yourself. Take that leap of faith. You have to do this at some point in your life or you will look back in hindsight and say, I have a regret. I failed myself. Quitting is easy. It's easy to quit. It's always easy to quit. Think about the thing that you didn't finish. I told you, people only get upset at the things that they didn't finish. I get upset all the time. Well, I used to. I don't get, a, I don't get as upset at a goal when I know that either I'm being as energetic about a goal, I'm not giving it all of the energy that it needs to be successful. I failed at many things, but I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to always continue to try. I know that right now, it's a different time right now. And I totally understand where people are at mentally, physically and emotionally, and right now, just thinking about the youth, I want to get into some things where I'm going to continue to help the youth, because I've been working in uh, in my field for the last 10 to 12 um, 10 to 11 years now, where I'm around 13 to 18 year olds every single day, and I, and this actually has helped me understand about what it, it's going to take to be a father to a teenager at some point. But I want to just let them know that they're, they're heard. That's why I feel as if I have a great relationship with them because we share. I can share an experience that I don't necessarily want them to go through, but I don't want to change their mind. I just want to give them analysis, an in-depth analysis of what it might look like. So like I say, I don't want to change your mind. I want to give you an idea. That's what I want to do because it starts, you know, from adolescence on up. It's a, it's a very important time right now. And right now, I'm finally able to do what's best for Patrick and do it in its entirety. Like, I feel so good right now because the world is changing, and I'm finally taking those weights off of me mentally, man. Like, having, like, anxiety attacks back in the day, anxiety attacks were like, maybe If I felt different. You know, when I was, before I went vegan, I had so many health problems. I was failing my body. I kept saying my body was failing me, but this is the only body that I have. I was failing myself. I had to call myself out. Are you willing to call yourself out? Those six days that I was in the hospital with no water, no food, no ice, but just two IVs in my arm, I came to the realization that I failed myself. I put myself in that situation to where I didn't know if I was going to make it or not. Not only... Telling me they were getting ready to put a colostomy bag in me, but I didn't know if I was gonna make it when I got shot. And I'm I had this 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 I don't wanna say it wasn't a dream, but it was like I was awake. I was actually getting ready the other morning. I was getting ready for work because every morning now I'm up about three fifteen, three thirty. I meditate first and I pray. And something told me, to just get up. You know, God was like, yo, I need to talk to you. But something was like, just get up. You need to need to go look outside for a second. And I looked outside and it was about a quarter to four. And something told me that I, you're gonna help change the world, but you still don't believe in your calling within yourself. So this is me calling myself out to y'all right now. Because I haven't been true to myself and knowing that I can push the envelope even further than what I've done. So I look down in my at my leg where I have You know, I I said before, I have permanent nerve damage in my left leg. And I have my days where I'm just, I have to push myself because the old Patrick will creep in and I'll fail to listen to what the Patrick of today will say. And I'll listen to backtrack Pat because it's easier to quit. It's easier for me to say, let me go back to health problems because it's easier to succumb to what temptation looks like. So I looked down in my leg this morning, well, the other morning, and I saw my my bullet wounds. And it's just to, to look at that and say, I'm still here. I'm still standing strong. I'm still putting forth the best effort, but I'm still holding back because I was too fearful in what other people might say or do. Or who supported or who didn't. And it's like, dude, you can't be worried about those things. Like, these are the things you tell people. Like, you can't, you have to live up to your own expectations. So that's what I'm doing. So from this point on, you're gonna see a different side of what I've been putting forth. Like, and I'll tell you right now, writing this book has not been easy. And I thought it was gonna be easy, it hasn't been easy. This is me holding myself accountable. Uh, that's why I put on my dry erase board every day that I'm writing out goals. And when I don't reach those goals, I have to put those into a workout, (laughs) right? So I have to put in like either if I don't do a goal, I have to do a, a strength in working out. Um, or I have to go run. I have to go bike. I have to do something to continue to keep going. So when I looked at my bullet wounds and I just said, you know what? I refuse to give up. I refuse to give in because there are a lot of people who count on me. There are a lot of people who look forward to my messaging every single week. And to know that there are people who want to hear from me, it just helps me understand that I'm here for a reason. Because every time I had a revelation, this is what God was telling me in the beginning. Anyway, getting shot in 2008, changed my mindset, fell into a deep depression, escalated. I was in that, I want to say, I was a a functioning, a functional, anxiety-ridden, depression person, (laughs) if I just had to call it just off the top of my head and I didn't realize that I was even getting up to that weight until it was just like your health is failing you or you've you're failing your health. Let me correct that. I stand corrected. I was failing my health. I was giving my body all the things that it didn't need. Remember I said, if you continue to sow the things you don't need, you'll reap the things you can't use. Like what could I do with high blood pressure? I had reaped high blood pressure. I had sold all of the, the problems So when I reaped the results, I was sitting there in the hospital bed. Think about that for a second. I gave my body the worst of the worst every single day. So I was sowing things that I was not going to be able to use. I, I was reaping. I rep sleep apnea, sleep apnea. I had high blood pressure, anxiety. So all of the things that I was eating was helping the things it was attributing to my health problems. And it's not easy to give those things up. I know this. But the longer you go into something that's hurting you, because I even asked the this. I said, hey. Can I continue to eat chicken, beef, pork if I take the medicines in order to do it? He was like, yeah. (laughs) He said, all of the medicine is doing is just slowing the disease down for you. And I thought about that for a second. I was like, wow. So if I just change how I ate, maybe I can eradicate the health problems. And he was like, as simple as that sounds, he said, that's the formula. Now, how are you going to use it? And since that day, that was four years ago when I decided to change my mindset, change my lifestyle. I eradicated all of my health problems. Now, I'm not saying it all will work out for everyone the same way. It doesn't. Success looks different for everyone. But as long as you have a formulated plan, you are given the tools to execute. Then that's when you can take it to the next level. Like I said, success will look different for everyone. When I said last week about why Warren Buffett still reads the 1962 Forbes edition, because that was a very successful year. Success doesn't have a year on it. Failure doesn't either. But how long will you go with the failure when you know that you're not giving your best effort to do better. And when you know better already, this is the era of knowledge. And knowledge has always been power because the more you know, the more you grow. Because if you think about failure the way that you do, you won't have much success. It's important to know that you are your most prized possession. Treat it as much. Treat it as such. Act like it. Act like it. Act like it. It's very important to know who you are in order to know where you want to go. If you don't know who you are, you cannot go where you think that you're intended to go. Because we'll see the result in something, not knowing what the journey it took to get it. Man, I am feeling great. I am feeling amazing. This is episode nine. This is week nine, man. This is nine weeks already. Uh, Coming up is next week. So, (laughs) coming up is next week. Next week, it would be episode 10. And I'm just thinking about it within itself. It's like, wow, that's already the halfway mark. (sighs) Know that I love you guys. And don't think about what other people think about you too much. It's a you're human, so you're gonna take, you know, a little bit of what someone says here and there. That's understandable. But that should also come from your sacred circle. So you don't have to long for all of these other feelings, all of these other emotions from people. That's like unwarranted attention. It's like, no. Focus on your tribe. Even if it's just, just not even your whole sacred circle, focus on your tribe. Your tribe will always be there for you. If they're really a part of your tribe, love you right, wrong and indifferent. But that's when you have private conversations amongst your community when you need to uh, reprimand or not even reprimand, but just have a, a conversation about what not to do and how to move as a unit. Right. So when you look at fail it's being fearful, arrogant, insecure, but you need to learn. That's what a fail can be like. But failing is when you already understand, but you just don't want to do different because it's easier to stay where you're at. It's easy to remain stagnant. Growing is going to hurt sometimes. Sometimes it is. But it's all a part of the process and how you can grow, move forward, and do things you haven't done before. And those around you will see that, and they will want to emulate what you do, but you can just give them a little bit of your formula so they can formulate their own ideals. Again, this is great. I love you guys so much, man. I appreciate everyone who likes, shares, subscribes. Um, push the word out because without you, there is no me in this show. Right. So on that note, know that I love you, and it's nothing that you can do about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm out. It's Clear Mind Fitness, baby. Let's go.